On tonight's conclusion of the Brett Ryan, that's Brett with two T's, the Brett Ryan story, what can I say other than he sure doesn't not kill his family with a crossbow? Haha. <laughs> that the show is is started but what it does mean is that welcome to another dog snorting because it's licking its junk so fucking good episode of see no hear no speak no that's right part two burp, 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 burp. with some ufos conspiracies and loiters maybe maybe not who knows so but we'll find out if you like what you hear, you can email us at snhnsnsnhnsnpod at gmail.com. That's right. You may also, uh, with our, our our wonderful permission, yes, you, can uh, you can become a patron of ours at uh, patreon backslash podbean.com backslash snhnsn. Just remember, see no, hear no, speak no. Mm-hmm. And put it in. Check it out. Part. Thanks, guys. And uh, where we last left off, uh, this asshole, Brett Ryan, mm-hmm. I remember his name because it's got two fucking T's. And uh, he, he, uh, he was a dick, and he was an idiot, and he was a loser, and he, he robbed 12 banks, and he got some money, but not enough money because he owed like a bunch of money, 60 grand or some shit. Made twenty something grand in these twelve bank robberies. Went to jail for a while. Came out. Started having a pretty decent life with this pretty awesome chick that he met. Uh, and then got a job. But then they were like, "Nah, we're not going to give you the job because you're a bank robber." Uh, and then he was like, "Okay." But then he didn't tell his his peoples. And then he told his mom everything. It was like, "Hey, I need you to help me kind of get this charade continued until I'm married or whatnot." And then she was like, no, nah, if you don't tell your, your hot new girlfriend, uh, soon to be wife lady, I'm going to do it. And he was like, oh, yeah, well, I just so happened to have bought a crossbow. And then he sets up a Pee Wee Herman breakfast making machine at his house. Dude, so Ferris Bueller it's... meets fucking, uh, well, no, I guess I should say it meets Home Alone. It's, it's very Ferris Bueller. It's, it's so Ferris Bueller that... If it did make bacon, it's the only thing that would make it any more peewee instead. Oh, dude. Or at least fucking grind some Parmesan for my fucking meal. Oh, man. just I would just lay under the Parmesan <laughs> grinding machine and just, just lay there with my mouth open and be like, mmm, dry, mm. salty cheese flakes. Especially fresh. Mmm. Mm. Dude, that just reminded me of that fucking really quick departure. But it just reminded <laughs> yep. me. Uh, my brother took his girlfriend to uh, for her birthday uh, last year to this Italian restaurant in Tampa that has this special fucking thing 
this dude who owns the restaurant, the, the I guess the chef or whatever, um, ordered straight from Italy a wheel of Parmesan, shit you not, this fucking big. Huge wheel <clears throat> of Parmesan. Okay, for, for our listeners out there uh, that know that they cannot see what Chris is doing, he, imagine he put his arms out in a, I love you this much, but then made like a basketball hoop out of it. And then that's how big the wheel of cheese was in reality. And I am hard. I mean, I'm thinking just like at that least cheese. a foot and a half in diameter, this wheel of uh, Oh, the cheese. I thought you were talking about me again. But where, anyway. Where he dug out the center Ooh. to make a bowl. Oh. And then proceeds to cook at the table a vodka-based pasta sauce with the pasta. Pour that into the bowl of oh, cheese. man. Whip it up, scoop it up, pour it back into the fucking pan with more vodka, and then and, uh, fucking amazing. It looks so and, crazy cool. And why are you not married to this man? Is it because he's my brother? Man, you need to... I mean, oh, the chef? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, your brother, chef. I mean... Your brother and the chef. I think that they need to get married first, and then it's legal for you to marry your brother. Not in this state, no. I think infidelity makes things legal as far as it's, you don't do it in the butt. Because the butt stuff is still, in the South, frowned upon. And in the military. And in, uh... No, that's it. I think that's it. Mm-hmm. It's the South, the military, and everybody else is cool with butt stuff. Yeah, it's certainly not frowned upon in, you know, like, Brazil or Germany, or... Uh, the South of Germany is frowned upon. South of Brazil, not allowed. Not so much. It is the South. So... He's like, hey, Mom, uh, I don't like the fact that you're going to ruin my life over some moral ideal, whatever. You fucking, fucking goddamn wonderful lady that's took, taken care of me forever and, and still is in very, very real, very present ways. Um, and then she's like, you know what? You're an idiot. And I'm calling your brother. He'll straighten you out. And then she calls his fucking brother, Chris. Mm-hmm. I remember the dude's name even. And Chris is like... Hold on, Mom. I'll be there in just two seconds. I'll teach that son of a bitch he can't do this. And then he he's hearing this. He's like, you know what? I got. To, I need to step outside for some air. And she's like, you're not going anywhere, you motherfucker. And then he goes outside, and he's like, yeah, okay. So I stashed, stashed my children's uh, sharpshooting crossbow. The Barnett Recruit Youth 30, to be exact. Yes, that was very exact. And I like that you had that information pulled up because it makes us sound professional patreon guys so uh he then goes to grab uh the crossbow because he's like i put this here because i was afraid i was gonna have to kill my mom and now that very thing has become reality crossbow let's do some dancing you know let's are you ready to rumble are you ready to um i don't know uh Fuck, what's a really cool dance that you could do with a crossbow? Um, Lambada. I mean, maybe you could pull off that old ska dance, the lawnmower, while you're at the same huh. time cocking the yeah. fucking string. I like that. That's that's creative. That's Thank inventive. Uh, but crossbows are notoriously difficult. And uh, to... Oh, no, I've seen, I've seen those pictures there. Oh, he's, he's got arms of steel. He does... Um, <laughs> You, you need uh, sometimes you need a, a, even a special little uh, hand claw tool thingy to, to grab the, the string of the crossbow and to, to pull
pull that super super fucking tense goddamn uh, chord back and set it, which and is exactly where I'm going to chime back into the story. So, so he he goes to, to, to load the bolts into the the thing, but he he can't cock it and load the bolt, so he just grabs the bolt like it's a goddamn pencil, and you're in third fucking grade. And you're like, you will not fucking tell me that He-Man is stupid again. I swear to fucking God. And you're like, He-Man stupid. And I'm like, well, now you're getting a fucking goddamn number two pencil in your ear. But instead of a number two pencil... And the cheek. His mama got an ear and a cheek hole made with a, uh, a what is it, a broad-headed bolt? Yep. Which exactly is three that. serrated fucking edges on this fucking crossbow bolt that he has now jammed into his mother's cheek and ear then they fall over this pile of flooring uh it things get very three stoogy for a second okay i guess i'm not gonna chime back in at that point you're gonna do it i apologize no i'm sorry (laughs) we we made it to that guy one more thing to say and then he finds some uh yellow nylon rope and wraps it around his his mama's uh uh breathing tube which goes to the brain the breathing tubes connected to the brain hole <laughs> and he shuts that shit down pretty quick with uh, a little bit of choking and, and, and roping and he does and then mama is no mo mama is no mo I can't believe you remembered all that I have, li- have just listened to it I listened to it uh, yesterday <clears throat> but I, I'm intrigued by the story and I love I don't love it of course I, no one should ever be murdered for someone else's fuck up A B, you should probably time. not fucking murder your mother. Uh, I mean, that's... Unless your mom's, like, a real cunt. Which, she didn't seem to be, like, a real cunt. She really didn't seem to be. She very much seemed to... She, okay, so she was... She took a hard stance with him, but that's because she knows about his fucking robbing 12 banks mm-hmm. past. Mm-hmm. And she knows that this is the way that he should fucking go about this, and if he's going to be truthful about anything and make a life for himself with this new woman, he has got to let her know the actual truth of the situation she's in. And I I was thinking about it. I don't think that she would have left him. I think that she would have been upset, but would have absolutely been like, look, it's okay. We'll figure it out. I have a fucking great job. We will figure it out. And he did go back to school and I I suppose finish if he was able to apply for and uh, get this job, but at the same time, this article didn't mention it, but the, um, the uh, short documentary that I saw about it uh, did mention that this particular job, despite the fact that he went back to school or whatever, uh, he was in no way qualified for it. Right, right, right. They contacted him and offered it to him, and, and he was surprised, obviously, but graciously accepted because it was for good money and a good position, with, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and it was something that they were willing to train him in. Right. Uh, and so it, it was okay that he didn't have the, the know-how already. It's they saw something, they saw some kind of competency in this guy that, Potential. He, that he could have done it. And then they Googled him. I'm I'm pretty sure too that she wouldn't have left him or that his whole world wouldn't have been destroyed by this. She seemed like a, a cool, pretty cool chick. She knew about his his bank robbing history, and well, I'm sure wasn't cool with it, mm-hmm. but uh, was cool enough with it that she was like, "I will still let you enter me, mm-hmm. my life. Right. I mean, enter my life." At, at that time, uh, you know, he was 
Oh, that was adorable. That's her piggy dreams. She, uh, oh. she, she's, she chasing piggies. She goes through it when she sleeps. Yeah. Man, that's adorable as hell. She just snores like a grown, fat old guy, and piggy goes through all kinds of fun situations when mm. she sleeps. It's adventures, hilarious. adventures in dreamland, land, land. Sometimes she makes this funny squeaking sound. Um, Anyway, sorry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> apologies for the doggies. Um, what the fuck was I saying? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, clearly, clearly, and, and no one has, has assessed this, I suppose, because it's only popped up this one other time in a, in a an extreme form, but clearly this guy has a problem with... Uh, I don't know, let's say anxiety, uh, most likely, and... Processing, um... I, I don't know, I guess uh, more so what... Like he, I, it just he seems like he can't deal with a problem, period. Yeah, not or, necessarily. Or he's got to build some elaborate fucking Rube Goldberg fucking device to solve the problem because he can't personally do it. Well, that, yeah, that, that, but it, it also just kind of seems like everything uh, seems or feels much more grandiose of a problem than it is, and then he has to come up with some fucking crazy convoluted uh-huh. way it, to get his, out of it. His life is a fucking sitcom. Well, I mean, 60 grand is, is, is a decent amount of debt, I suppose, but... Yeah. Uh, did, did, did we ever learn who he actually owes this money to? No. Okay, so, so we don't know if it's the mob or if it's student loans. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's not the mob. I, yeah. I imagine he's just one of these fucking people that's terrible with his finances and lives beyond his means and all that kind of crazy. Understood. Because it definitely doesn't say that he was into drugs or right, right, you know, right, right. mixed up in anything. He seemed like, uh, other than the bank robberies as of yet, and of course now the, the mother murdering, he does seem uh, realistically, in my head, like a pretty fucking just normal boring dude uh he you know super vanilla dude yeah he did nothing i mean he he, he was outgoing compared to his his brothers i suppose as, as far as we've learned right but other than that he doesn't seem to have been exceptional uh in one way or another at all mm-hmm. just a, a very uh baseline normalcy uh human and the 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 instant fucking okay, so I guess I'll have to kill my mom with a crossbow decision is both terrifying and absolute, absolutely just confusing. It's super confusing. But that is his that's his major malfunction, obviously. Well, I mean, for me and just what little I I know or I think I know of psychology, it's super confusing. You know, because he has no history of doing this. He has, he has no fucking violent past. He has no nothing. Yeah. But the, he didn't rob the banks with violence or anything like that. It's just it, it was just it implied violence. But yeah, but you have to do that to to rob a bank, really. Because if you walk up and you're just like, "Hey, give me all the money," I have zero way to harm you and force you to do it. Right? They're probably probably going to call security over and you're going to get thrown out. So you have to imply at least. Uh, allegedly, uh-huh. that you're gonna do something bad if they don't give you the money, because that's how you get the money. That's how you get the money. That's how you get the money. Mm. But what confuses me about 
that, as far as, like I said, what I think I know of psychology, mm-hmm. is how in the world can you make such a, a, a serious decision snap like that and and just go ahead with it, like, whatever, whatever. He, I, he, he for sure sees no other way, but that's, it's, it's, fucking absurd to a comical degree that he sees no other way because the way that he sees as the only way out is so <laughs> is so fucking crazy that a human shouldn't our brains shouldn't even be able to to process information in a way that would lead to that being the solution because it's so fucking weird and killing your mother is such a fucking finite thing and he had just lost his dad his dad died not long before and I mean he the money he made while he had this quote unquote job that he didn't have was helping his mother do stuff around the house and everything and she would give him the money to for helping right this isn't an insurance plot yeah it's not a fucking i hate my mom like yeah he literally had what seemed like a pretty decent relationship with her until she was like i think you should do the right thing brett and he's like no i think the right thing to do is kill you with a crossbow a a little tough love but i mean yeah so it's it's strange that that he took it to this degree and just made such a decision uh, not necessarily willy-nilly, but what seems to be so easily. Hey, there seems and to be no gravity to his, his decision-making right. to and, him. And not much of a forethought about consequence yeah. or fucking... I mean, other than to set up this whole fucking Ferris Bueller plan to not get caught. I, I honestly, I honestly think he, he sees killing his mom as a necessary evil to being able to build a machine that will automatically text and email people while he is away killing his mother. I, it, that part at least is pretty fucking clever. I will give him that. It, it's a lot of work. There's such easier ways to do that. You can just program your phone or your computer to send a text message and or email at a certain time. I'm you sure. don't need to set up stylus fingers on oscillating fucking fans. <laughs> so fucking wily Coyote this guy was. I love it. I, I love that... Not only did his mind go to this path to to complete the task at hand, but that he actually had all the uh, 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 fucking elements yeah. to set it up, uh, and I guess the fucking know how to to actually make it work. I'm gonna say that he gets caught because they fucking go to the the oscillating fan store. And they're like, hey, has anybody been in here buying, like, a shit ton of fans? And they're like, yeah, our JX7s, are, we have to reorder them. We're out of them. So this guy came in, he's like, hey, I need all of your JX7s. They're like, that's a 10-year-old model. What do you need that for? We got the JX12 right here. And it does everything the 7 does, and it's cheaper, and it's kind of hot if you really you and it's you're into it. And you can control it with anything that's either a tooth or blue. It has an app. And this guy was like, no, it, 
JX7 has been good to me, and I'm going to be good to it. But I will tell you his name was Brett Ryan, and I can tell you where he lives because we had to deliver them. And I can also say that he talked a lot about a crossbow while little, we was there. Little did Brett Ryan know that the <laughs> FBI has a policy that anytime you buy too many, one single pedestrian buys too many of one weird out-of-place item, they are to be notified yeah. immediately. Yep, be it Sudafed or Oscillating Fan, the FBI knows about it. That's true. Brett. That's that's entirely true. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, Brett's a dumbass. <laughs> Brett, uh, Brett, Brett, Brett has a problem processing information, and uh, uh, let's say Brett has a problem with problem solving. Yeah, and he also has a problem in that he just killed his mom with, uh, mostly with uh, a, a crossbow bolt to the side of the dome, but also with a rope. And his brother is is coming to be like, hey, Brett, I think we need to rap. You know, I think we need to rap about life, your future. Uh, you know, we need to rap about our past, you know, and I think that will help us really. It'll help us move on to where you can be not just productive member of society, but also, you know, I think that you could maybe start liking yourself again, you know? So this being the case, this could potentially ruin Brett's whole fucking Rube Bueller, Ferris Goldberg plan. That's right. Um, because his brother will know he wasn't home making those timed messages. He is an unplanned for setback. So... After Brett stabbed and strangled his mom to death, he set about cocking the crossbow, completing that task because that never fucking happened. And then he took a nap because he was so winded. (laughs) (laughs) He he then braced the crossbow nose down on the ground and inserted the ball of his foot into the stirrup to hold it in place. Then he prepared a simple cocking device, two hooks that attached to the mom... More Bueller. Do I know crossbows or do I know crossbows? Come down to Crazy Jason's crossbow. We have crazy crossbows just for you. (laughs) Two hooks that attach to the strings on either side of the barrel and small handles just above the hooks for pulling the string up to the firing mechanism. A crossbow crossbow is a simple implement, uh, of course, as we all know, and anybody can learn to shoot with reasonable accuracy. Uh... (laughs) <laughs> but um, when Chris came in, Chris finally shows up, mm-hmm. and uh, when he walks into the garage, Brett steps up quietly behind him and shot him with it at a pretty close range, mm-hmm. and they went through his neck and lodged into his mouth, uh, because it was nose down, so I assume it was placed at a higher angle. Well, I, I think the nose down thing was that's just uh, oh, they that's just, just talk, how we had all yeah they the just cocking. talked about the cocking oh, okay. uh, uh, process there. So um, I threw the neck into the cheek. He walked. I think. See, I, I think he walked behind him and like pow, and it uh, went like up one? through and it, like ended in his mouth like it was his new tongue. God. Yeah. Oh Jesus. Um, Try rolling your R's now, you motherfucker. Apparently it was a hair trigger because he barely had to squeeze it. It says uh, all it needed was a light touch, and his brother was dead instantly. Thank God, because could you, f- oh, man? Yeah, so it had to have like severed some spinal shit oh, God. on its way through. Cause I, uh, my mom, 
bless her fucking heart, bought us some crazy shit we should not have had as kids. As a six, seven-year-old uh, young, young lad, mm-hmm. uh, and my brother being three years older than I, uh, we had a children's uh, handgun-style uh, crossbow. That I never had, but I had the, the old Native American-style. No, this motherfucker gun. was... Okay. And my brother shot me with it. It would shoot these bolts, which ridiculously dangerous. Uh, a good, I don't know, 20 yards away with, with scary accuracy because it is, I mean, it's an arrow that is a huge bullet, basically. Right. And so it's perfectly formed to fly straight. Uh, we would set up uh, little uh, cans, uh, aluminum, you know, uh, drink cans on uh, a tire in my my grandparents' backyard, and we would go back there with this fucking goddamn god, honest to god weapon mm-hmm. that is a, a very lethal one, mm-hmm. and we would shoot these cans. And uh, I specifically mostly remember this one shot that I had where I shot the can, and uh, when I went to retrieve the bolt from said can, it had gone through the can and. Apparently there was a grasshopper inside this can, a quite large grasshopper at that, that jumped the exact second that this bolt pierced the outer casing and went straight through this grasshopper's fucking head. What? He was stuck on the bolt, and the bolt was stuck through the can, and I was like, I, That's awesome. I'm kind of done with this now. I don't know what happened to the crossbow. I remember it. Uh, being, we, we weren't, uh, we weren't, uh, careless with it ever. Cause I guess we could sense the actual danger in right. it. Like I've been shot with a BB and shit like that, even okay. from a, a high fucking powered CO2 BB gun. Uh, but he fucking knew better than to shoot darts at me out of a fucking crossbow. That's so I could just see just uh, seeing this crossbow fly in my memory I could just see walking up to somebody's the back of their head and hitting it and it just going like butter through their fucking spine and lodging in their mouth. For real. Yeah. Yeah. I can imagine that would happen even from a child's crossbow. Yeah. You know, because yeah, yeah. So, that's fucking harsh, dude. (laughs) By this point, the gravel and sawdust that was on the floor of the garage was, uh, now muck making like a, a cake batter of blood and sawdust yeah yeah sweet blood uh, mud i like that blood mud good band name yeah blood, blood at, mud at least a good track yeah um brett grabbed his brother's body and stacked it on top of his mother's body behind the heap of hardwood flooring uh then he draped the tarp over him and then he screamed oh no puerto rican guy you came back no uh, and then It says, if he'd had time, he could have stuffed his body outer jeans, his bloody outer jeans, excuse me, wow, I fucked that all up, (laughs) stuffed his bloody outer jeans into his gym bag and donned the wig and Gilligan hat he packed for this scenario. (laughs) Uh, uh, But before he could do any of that, his younger brother AJ came home. (sighs) You motherfucker, you're supposed to be at college, what are you doing here, why are you ruining your life? Don't tell me you left college. You turn around, get in your car, and you go back to college. No, you may not talk to mom. She's fucking some Puerto Rican guy right now. Complete 
unknown factor. Oh. I only bought two crossbow bolts! Fuck! Seriously, and it took <laughs> hell to fucking cock it for this one. Hey, can you wait in your car just like ten minutes? I have to get a few things. And then I'll come talk to you, and then you can talk to Mom. Also, take your turtleneck off. Yeah. <laughs> so, Brett left the garage and met AJ on the walkway to the back door. Uh... He was carrying another crossbow bolt in his fist. So instead of cocking it, he figured he'd just stab this poor guy, too. This guy shouldn't be called the infamous crossbow killer. He should be called the infamous crossbow bolt stabber. Bolt stabby guy. Yeah. Uh, and, and by this point, <laughs> since he realized he'd gone too far down this nightmarish path <laughs> not to see it through. <laughs> well... I've killed two of my very close family members. What's a little brother to the equation? This fucking guy is is like a a, a badly written fucking C movie. Yeah. Like, honestly. I know you stole my fucking Skeletor when we were kids, and this is your payback. So, he attacks him right there in the fucking walkway outside the house. Sweet. Uh, they grapple around a little bit, and... I forgot you... forgot you was a wrestler in high school. Shit. Fuck that one up. (laughs) Brett stabs AJ in the neck. Ouch. That's not a good place to be stabbed. And he collapses right in the driveway. Uh, I I imagine they live on a cul-de-sac, and everybody's outside, like, cutting their their lawns, and people are, like, playing volleyball outside, and they're like, (gasps) Right? Did you just see that? But but no, because it, it did say that this was a little bit less of a of a as a, as a, a pre-colonial yeah as a yeah. pre-colonial fucking like old fucking house in kind of in the middle of nowhere yeah. But the right. mom has been socializing with, with the neighbors, neighbors, but uh, that could mean neighbors as people that live in the neighborhood, mm-hmm. I guess. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So this whole time, tree moitas now. Count them, one, two, three. Tree hole murders. Mm-hmm. This whole time. Tree hole murders. <laughs> the other brother, mm-hmm. Leland, had been sleeping, taking a nap. Oh, you lucky son of a bitch. In the house. You lucky, lazy, slothful son of a cocksucking bitch. He apparently heard the altercation and went outside to see what was going on. Uh, Crossbow ball! Yeah, when he <laughs> saw the youngest brother, uh, AJ. <laughs> Lying on the ground, bleeding out of the neck with a fucking crossbow bolt in it. Uh, he fucking ran to the phone and called 911. Uh, Brett, of course, got to see it through, uh, followed him into the house and attacked him. You shouldn't have ought to done that, Leland. Yeah. Fucking. Mm-hmm. I guess, uh, yeah, there, there was then obviously uh, a fucking struggle for survival at that point because Brett's trying to kill him and he doesn't know why and blah 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 so is this about the two dollars I still owe you two dollars I fucking love that movie anyway I don't um, know what you're talking about have you never seen Better Off Dead I guess not I just fucking I just I'm like I would kill over two dollars we can talk about it later Better Off yeah I will Uh, great movie kids if you've never seen it classic 80s uh, so, struggle for survival. The the brothers are 
stumbling around everywhere as they're fucking wrestling each other and knocking into shit. Brett, do you have a hard on? This is very uncomfortable and not cool at all. All around the living room, all the way down the hallway, into two different bedrooms, fighting and kicking over furniture the whole time. This was a fucking scrap, like Kill Bill and shit in the trailer. That shit was awesome. Kill Leland, yes. That shit was great. Um, They snapped an end table and threw each other against Leland's bedroom door. Brett uh, was soaked in blood uh, of all three of his family members that he had now killed, and... When it was all said and done, uh, Leland had a head wound and was bleeding profusely. Um, I guess, no, not all said and done. It's just, sorry, it's just the way it was worded. My bad. So <laughs> You're okay, buddy. No apologies. Leland got a head wound. It doesn't say how. Who the fuck knows? He, with all the chaos, he probably fucking fell down and cracked his head on the... It's not a tumor. ...side of the fucking coffee table or something like that. Um... But as they fought, they left a trail of blood fucking everywhere. Walls, floors, ceilings. Oh, man. Floating the chat. The shit was crazy. It was inside the cookie jar. How do you do that? Meanwhile. Mm. Meanwhile. Back in the driveway. Back in the driveway, the Justice League hatches a plan. AJ is not dead. What? He got stabbed in the what's-it and he was bleeding and stuff. AJ is not dead. He crawls down the driveway, bleeding from this crossbow bolt stab wound in the neck, uh, toward the street. I think it's all that fucking wrestling training he had in high school. Probably. Yeah. Good for him. Mm -hmm. Uh, He made it as far as the front of the house uh, when Leland escaped from his brother and ran outside where he then found AJ still alive, bleeding in the driveway. So, there's two brothers, not knowing what the fuck is going on. But hey, did Brett do this to you? Yeah, he did. Did he, what? Did he, what? Did he try asshole. to do it to you? I, I don't know what his fucking deal is. Man. So, Brett, still chasing after Leland, not knowing AJ's alive, uh, fucking... <laughs> with Brett in pursuit, Leland ran across the street to get help. From his mother's friends, Warren and Marie. I'm still picturing the, the cul-de-sac, and I'm loving this part. So, it's good. The neighbors. Uh-huh. Right? Uh, he's pounding on the door, and when the dude Warren answers, Leland basically just damn near tap passes out and stumbles mm-hmm. into his arms, bloody and beaten and terrified and out of breath and... Uh, so obviously he's telling them to call 911. He's like telling them about AJ bleeding in the driveway. Uh, call the police. Uh, you know, make sure the police come. Is what he says. Um, and af- just after relaying said message, he passes out like promptly. Mm-hmm. Um, now realizing he's been defeated, uh, <laughs> Brett gets a bottle of water from the fridge. Uh, didn't bother shutting the fucking fridge door because he's born in a barn apparently and uh, goes back to the front stoop and just figured he'd wait there for the cops man like completely defeated Well, well I don't think it's defeated I think his brain says to him even though we didn't successfully complete this plan 
the plan is done. There are no other steps for you to take. Go sit down, have a sip of water, collect yourself, and when the police get here, tell them it was a Puerto Rican dude. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe that was plan B, was to uh, give some crazy fucking story uh, instead uh, and act like one of the uh, victims. But how would you be doing that if you just tried to kill two of the victims? Oh, and oh I was just joking. I just, I just like throwing the Puerto Ricans under the bus whenever I can. That shit's crazy. So, yeah, so when, <laughs> when the cops got I'm kidding, him, Puerto Rico, I love you. He was just sitting there, calmly chilling, drinking a bottle of water. Um, AJ was still alive when the first responding officer uh, showed up, mm-hmm. uh, but wound up actually oh. dying from his injury before the paramedics arrived. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, yeah, that's, that does suck. That's some bullshit. But Leland's still okay, right? Leland's okay. He's got, right. He sustained a little bit of a head wound, but and he's bleeding, but he's okay. And All right, good. Obviously, uh, I would assume got to uh, watch his brother die in his arms, or at least next to him, or some shit. That's fucked up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Brent, quote, uh, told the police, I should have driven him to the hospital. Yeah. Uh... The guys in the garage are dead. And uh, crossbow to the head. It was me. End quote. Like I said, it just sounds like his his weird, like, automatic brain at that time, at, for, at, for having the fucking gumption even to, to fucking follow through with such a plan at all, is now like, okay, it's over. Just be bred again. And Brett's like, yeah, I probably should have taken him to the hospital, but I figured I'd wait for you guys, you know. Uh, the yeah, the ones in the, the ones in the 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 the, the garage, they're dead. Um, uh, but you know, um, what are you gonna do? You know, uh, crossbow. That's me. I did it. Yeah. Yep. By the way, I will be writing uh, a very saucy um, letter of discontent to the Acme Corporation from my jail cell. Mm-hmm. Um, Make your fucking crossbows easier to load, guys. This is for kids. This is for kids to enjoy. There's no way a a coyote could have done this, could have loaded this crossbow. Mm -hmm. There's no fucking way. No. Uh, And and that displeases me greatly. Same. Uh, Without holding up a sign that said, yikes, and then fall in some great height. (laughs) No, that's goofy. That's the fucking... Or Daffy sometimes. Daffy would do that, too. It was def- it definitely wasn't Wiley, but I, I always loved Wiley him. was a mute. He was a mute mutant. Oh, mm-hmm. oh and, and, and he was talking he like this. That's right. He was, he was very but that's sophisticated. so fucking weird. I didn't like that. It was just like when Tom and Jerry are lovers and they live in that chateau in France. I'm like, what? This is weird. I'm talking about dreams I've had. That's what we're doing here, right? Or that one episode of the Goofy Gophers where they fucking... Is, there, had a, is that a real uh, show, Goofy Gophers? You never saw any of the Goofy Gopher episodes? I don't know. You're starting to scare me with your, your enthusiasm for the Goofy Gophers. Uh, I can't... I'm trying to remember if they were fucking... Um, if they were Disney or uh, Warner Brothers. I want to say... They, no, they were Warner Brothers because they were in a... Um, no. Fuck, now I don't Story know. Story for another episode. Goofy Gophers, where are they now? One has been murdered, the other assaulted. 
they went into they went into a bar and they were peeing on costumes and fuck well, that's really upsetting me I know why would somebody do that to gophers I used to love them anyway oh. um shortly after mm-hmm. Brett was after apprehend uh, wow and you would have gotten away with it if we hadn't found all those fan receipts it wasn't for those meddling kids. Uh, shortly after Brett was apprehended, the Toronto police uh, entered Kristen's condo on Queen's Quay and discovered the homemade alibi devices. I like that's a good band name, homemade alibi device. Yeah, that's not bad. I that's like not, that. I think that's the better name for an album. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you can't name a song that, but you could totally name it. Yeah, because, uh, okay, well, yeah, we'll, we'll hash it out later. No, because uh, thanks to, you know, modern technology, uh, uh, mm-hmm. creating an album is kind of a homemade alibi device. It doesn't have to be done in a studio to still be top quality. That's very true. Anymore, so. So, no more studio uh, alibi devices, people. Hey. It's garage band time. Hey. Uh, so, yeah, unsure what to make of them. Uh, they evacuated the building and called the CBRNE team, uh, which stands for Chemical, Biological, Radiological, Nuclear, and Explosive. Wow. Neat. That's one team? They, uh, uh, Fuck, that's a lot of look, shit our, our budget is super low. We're going to need you guys to do everything? Right. Yes, you're welcome. Holy crap. No, you don't get a raise. I just said it's about budget. Okay, go. Wow, dude, that, I, that's making my brain have a lot of questions. Um, anyway, they show up and they unplug all the fans and remove the stylus pens before the timers were activated. <laughs> I, I love that the regular cops are there like, I, I'm, I'm not at the grade that I can unplug this thing. We're going to have to wait for that team that deals with all the explosives and poisons and whatnot. They're going to have to come here and unplug this oscillating fan. Yes. <laughs> These guys show up. It's the JX-7. You never know what to, what to expect, but, you know. They brought all their different suits for all their different scenarios. Get the, get the fucking scene and walk in and fucking hit a, a sleep button on a fucking tablet or yep. thump one of the stylus pens or... Slap the fucking no! You don't oscillate yeah. anymore. But all of this stuff oh, is held. All of this is held on with scotch tape. What is wrong with you people? Mm-hmm. You gotta stop this at any moment. Yeah, this is fucking ridiculous. So uh. they call out the whole tape, and uh, they say the devices were functioning properly and would have worked if they hadn't disassembled them. So basically, they stopped it all before the the automatic text and whatever was right. The timers went off. So, but they're basically saying that it absolutely would have worked, basically, if uh, he hadn't uh, botched uh, being a son so horribly. Right, right. These yeah. things would have sent these messages and would have made it look like he was home. They would have worked as intended. Mm-hmm. Okay. As intended, but still maybe not foolproof. Yeah, right, uh, right, right, right. Still, though, yeah. His, Brett-proof, his, you mean, yes. His, his uh, the setup would have... Yeah, down. absolutely. Um, <laughs> which is which is kind of cool, I guess. That's that's. I don't know if that's uh, what's the word I'm searching for. Uh, not reassuring, but uh, affirming to him. Yeah. But um, anyway, uh, <laughs> the the police report contradicted 
Brit's version of the events. Go fucking figure. Yeah. Uh, he told the prosecutors that he'd experienced a change of heart after assembling the alibi devices and that hadn't activated them before they left the house, uh, sorry, before leaving the house to confront his mother. So... Oh, so I just set them up, but then I was like, nah. It, it was a lot, it was going to be a lot of work to just take them all yeah. apart. They weren't hurting nobody, so I yeah. didn't fuck it. Uh... <laughs> Brett hired uh, the lawyer, this uh, Toronto lawyer, John Rosen, uh, who, who I guess he had a, a nickname of his own within the, the industry. Mr. Murder is what they called him. Wow. Mm-hmm. I like it. So I want to be known his... as Senor Murder one day. <laughs> Senor Murder. That's right. Uh, so, wow. So, Brett hires Mr. Murder. Uh, okay. Mr. Murder has a long track record of defending accused killers, uh, including Paul Bernardo, who we have not done an episode on, but rings a bell. It certainly does. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, and members of the okay, how the crap do you put N and a D next to each other? Uh, how do you pronounce that? D. I don't know. Indrangheta, Indrangheta, organized crime family. I, uh. Um, I don't fucking know, man. That's, I've never heard no, of it. No, yeah, you I'm, got me. I don't I'm know. I'm curious now. Okay, look that up. No, I'm not. Later. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he, he represented them. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently there was a trial. Uh, Brett waived the standard preliminary inquiry and pled guilty. Is it really pleaded? I or think, is it pled? I think it's pleaded. That's fucking ridiculous. It I've is heard it said both ways. I don't. I, but see, I think that's a Mandela effect. I think you just think you've heard it the other way because you think it should be that way. Because I do too, but it's always written out as pleaded. Why? What is the gr- grammatical it's, purpose it has, for that? Maybe pleaded is like the past tense that was accepted, or and pled is like the 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 present tense that hasn't yet been. Uh, I don't know, man. Fuck. I don't know. I don't know what, what the difference between pled and pleaded is. Well, and frankly, I don't want to know. I do not. I would like to continue incorrectly saying it by saying pled. Yeah, yes. me too. Yeah, and that's, that's what we're going to do. Uh, yeah. And that's our stance on it, ladies and gentlemen, yes. boys and girls. Deal with it. Come fight us if you got a problem. So sayeth the fuck you. So this fucking... Juice Pickle, fucking, he pled guilty. Yeah, he did. Uh, he was then convic- convicted of second-degree murder in the death of his mother. Uh, he claimed that during their argument, he went to get the crossbow from the garage to just, just to threaten her, not to kill her. Yeah. I was just going to scare her a little bit. Right. Yeah. So, here's another fucking dumb thing. Why ha- go out of your way to hire, specifically hire Mr. Murder, just to go ahead and plead fucking guilty? Um, What's the point of that? I think it was for sexual purposes. I mean, did you have something against him? You wanted to put a blemish on his record and make him look fucking stupid hey, and cool? Hey, you're or? hired. Hey, I'm terrible and I, I did do it. Sorry. I'm so, so sorry. I mean, you still got to pay him, pay him the retainer fee, don't you? <laughs> That's just dumb. <laughs> this guy's not smart. Anyway. That being the case, uh, (laughs) 
He pled guilty to first-degree murder for older brother Chris's uh, death since he had hidden and waited for his brother to arrive before executing him. Uh, So, did he just fucking decide to tell the whole story like it was no big deal? So, like, because it doesn't say anything about them having to investigate what happened yeah, they're not like up on said charges so when we confronted him with the evidence no they're like so Brett told us and then he said I'm gonna get to tell you the rest but first I'm gonna blink twice and scratch my my armpit and then I will be on with the story so blink blink scratch then my brother comes out and he's like hey what's going on here and I'm like well stabby stab stab and then I'm like, water? Yes, please. And fridge doors? I don't think so. And then that's when you and I met. This this fucking guy is a really interesting case to me. The more I fucking read about him, the, the more... Yeah, because he, he doesn't make sense. Yeah, he fits none of the fucking stereotypes or categories or criteria. It's not even like an, an, a, a fucking uh, temporary insanity. It's just... A straight-up matter-of-factness. Hey, I did this. Hi, I'm Brett. I also used to paint houses. Never have I seen someone defeated and and in this way or feel so defeated in this way that he just... Because he, he's not doing it for recognition. He's right. not doing it for attention. He None of this was for his own pleasure or... It doesn't. I think the problem, the big problem with it, is that it doesn't feel like a defeat. <clears throat> it doesn't feel real to me that someone would just like not only honestly, give up earnestly try to murder his entire family and then just be like, okay, well that apparently didn't work all the way. Yeah, right. I'm Brett. I did it. Hi. <clears throat> Might as well just go wait for the cops and then tell them everything and then yeah, because like I've never yeah. have I heard. Of people in, like, this is just strange. It's just strange. There's no, there, there doesn't seem to be any fucking, um, any fear of the consequences, any fucking, uh, what you call it, um, uh, I, don't, I don't know, like, it, it, he just doesn't seem to, it's not like he doesn't care as if he's, uh, boastful or happy about what he did. It's more so that it's just not even a thought, which is so fucking strange in such a severe, such an intense situation. Yeah. Where you're clearly looking at doing life in fucking prison. You know what I mean? You're not a career criminal, so you don't know anything about that. You don't have gang affiliations. You don't have... You know what I mean? You, it's just strange as fuck to me. Yeah. I don't like it. So... I don't like this at all. We've definitely never talked about a person like this, and especially for him not to have any sort of traumatic childhood or anger issues or like. Seemed like he had a fine life. He was just a little bit behind on the track of, like he could have just gotten another job or whatever, and then none of this would have happened. He was a fucking Looney Tunes character, like straight up Warner Brothers style. Everything about him weird but just changed one day like just flipped everything and he's now this looney tune when he used to be this normal fucking vanilla ass white dude it's fucking strange uh anyway 
As far as his, you know, the thing for AJ, uh, he was convicted of second degree murder uh, since the victim surprised him by showing up unexpectedly. It was not. That part wasn't premeditated because he didn't expect him to be there right. to even do. Okay, I got it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at at his sentencing, uh, Brett addressed the court. He sniffled through his tears uh, and said, quote, I can only begin to say how sorry I am for what I've done. He, he has said this, uh, he said he was, quote, sick with grief. Uh, though he couldn't imagine, oh sorry, end quote, though he couldn't imagine what his friends and surviving brother were going through. Uh, okay. He then I'm goes sure. on to say, uh, quote, the time now doesn't belong to me, but I'll make the most of every opportunity I'm afforded, end quote. He promised, uh, quote, yet again, I think this is the last one maybe, uh, to everyone for all of this, I'm very sorry. <sighs> so. And Merry Christmas to all and to all. A good night. Did he finally realize that he's not a cartoon character? No, I don't think he has. I think he... The, the ramifications obviously have not affected him whatsoever. The, the thought that there might be ramifications for these actions have not affected his mood, his his uh, frame of mind, nothing. Uh, he's Seriously. But he doesn't... He's not... Like, when a crazy person does shit like this, you can tell when they have removed their consciousness from the act. Uh-huh. He has not. But it, it's like he doesn't see a need to remove his consciousness. He's, he's like, hey, I may have made a mistake. You know, and, and I feel bad. And, uh, you know, my friends and my brother, I like, you know, like, they, they, they gotta be really sad. And I, I'm sad about that, you know. Um, and you know what, though? I'm gonna, I'm gonna really, really buckle down, guys. And, and I'm gonna make every opportunity in my life now, I'm gonna make it really count. So, watch out, world, because Brett Ryan's a coming. And he's got crossbow bolts in his pants. That sounds valid. It totally does. But could it be some sort of, like, different level or different uh, 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 manifestation, let's say, of, um, let's say, a a case of extreme fucking, um, and undiagnosed, obviously, uh, narcissism, like borderline megalomania, Um, because it seems like what he thinks is that uh, not regarding the consequences, as long as his plan works and he gets what he wants, he'll be happy forever, and that's all he needs. So fuck whatever he has to do to get it. I mean, I, I think it's it's I I, I think obviously uh, sociopathy comes into to play, but I, I as far as far as the the you know narcissism and, and megalomania, I I can't I can't see that only because he knows that he's fucked up 
and he has to try and now cover it up, and that's his fix for it. Yeah. And I think that someone that is would be so narcissistic as to kill their family over their narcissism would wouldn't think they ever did anything wrong to begin with. But he knows he's covering up like a, some serious shit that's uh, you know if found out life changing. Um, that's just the way that I see. I don't know. I mean, maybe yeah. But yeah. It's it's crazy though. It's, it's a strange case. So, as Justice John McMahon outlined the reasons for his sentencing, he expressed admiration for Brent's presentation in court. Uh, he did. He did. <clears throat> he did make that uh, that 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 board that he could point to to show us things, and he he he, he wore clothes. I could say that is a good thing. Uh, also, he the puppet show was was pleasant. Uh, I'll say maybe it's not completely appropriate, but it was pleasant. We we did get a little impatient waiting for him to bring in all those suitcases with the puppets and stuff. But, yeah, you know. hey, But he's you know what he's nothing if not a performer. <laughs> that Brett made this machine once that made me eggs and bacon. And then Pee Wee Herman came in my house and stole it. I don't know where that motherfucker lives, but if any of you do, you fucking tell me and I will give you eggs, I will give you bacon, and we will fuck us up a Pee Wee Herman. Breakfast or dinner. That motherfucker thinks there's a basement in the Alamo. That's can I, garbage. Can I put, like, fucking, you know, Captain Crunch on it and... Oh my God, yes, please. I mean... If I and if you don't do the fucking Mr. T, it's just not he gonna be eats good. a fucking forkful of dry Captain Crunch and throws the rest of his breakfast in the garbage. I pity the fool that eat my cereal. Fucking bothers the shit out of me and always has. It's a waste of good bacon. Mm. So, Justice John McMahon complimented Brett on his elocution which, uh, for all you guys out there, I just had to look it up, so don't feel stupid, uh, is uh, the, his ability to read and speak well in public settings and stuff, uh, which, yeah, the super pressure, I would imagine, in this scenario, but he doesn't seem to notice that. Um, he's just got such a weird disconnect where he's still connected completely, but he's, not, he's totally disconnected. Super strange. He doesn't have feelings, but he does. It's almost like, uh, I mean, for lack of a better way to explain it, like he is his own video game character in a VR, yeah, in real life yeah. scenario. Kind of like it. My choices will make uh, ripples of ramifications here in this world, but when I take off my VR helmet, I can go hug my mommy again. Right. So fucking weird. Yeah. So. Uh, he, he complimented Brad on his elocution, his sincerity, and his willingness to be accountable for his deed. He then determined that Brett was not just the author of his tragedy, but one of its victims. Uh, a good man who'd done something extraordinarily heinous. Uh, Brett had been caught in a, quote, simple web of lies, uh, McMahon concluded. Quote, I have no hesitation that Mr. Ryan is remorseful for his actions. End quote. So, I rule, boys will be boys. You have a good day, sir. Fucking, right? <laughs> the fuck? Are we the only ones that find this fucking strange as hell? Uh, 
he he concluded that Brett would then serve uh, concurrently. By the way, uh, life sentences for each of the murders. So three life sentences mm-hmm. running concurrent, plus ten years for the attempted murder of Leland. Mm-hmm. He'll be eligible for, for parole in twenty forty one. Uh, at which point he'll be 60 years old. Mm-hmm. So a life sentence is what, 60 years, I thought? I believe. So 180 years, and yep. this happened when? Uh, 2007? Yeah, ish. Yeah, yeah. So 2041, that's... Fuck, I, reverse math always gets me. Anyway. Uh, 7 to 10 is 3 to 40 is 30 so that's 33 plus 1 is 4 34 years yeah. before he's eligible for parole that's fuck that's a long time yeah uh, but nothing compared to 180 or 190 because it's plus 10 anyway uh, yeah. Jesus and and that's really fuck that's that's that for Brett Brett's, Brett's story is done Leland on the other hand uh, is the sole survivor older uh one of the older brothers. Uh, he declined to be interviewed for any of the articles or whatever, uh, but he told the court what it was like to see his entire family slaughtered by his brother. He described a life shattering, uh, a life shattered by trauma. He now suffers from severe anxiety and uh, he barely sleeps, can hardly concentrate. Uh, Above all, he thinks about his little brother and the fact that AJ died in his arms in the middle of their fucking mother's driveway and fuck, man. Oh, I will never name a child of mine Brett with two T's. I can say that for sure. It's one T Brett's for me and one T Brett's alone. One of my good homies, his name is Brett with two T's. Well, not anymore, motherfucker. But I never call him that, because he really doesn't look like a Brett. I call him Sloth. You shouldn't call him Brett with two T's anyway, that's weird. He doesn't look like Sloth from the guy. either, so that's just... I'm not insulting him. Uh, <laughs> anyway. I think that this episode has been fun. That was... Uh, the, the, the whole topic is... is It's been as confusing a thing as, as it possibly can be, and I'm sure that with... Uh, further diving uh, deeper into this this uh, rabbit's butt, we could maybe find out if he's had any uh, psych evaluations and things like that that could give us a little bit more insight. But um, we'd have to be actual investigators to do it, that. It is it's fucking crazy that because it usually when something like this happens, there is a severe. And an immediate break in, in a person's psyche, and they will just fuck shit up because their brain can't even tell them it needs to be done. It just is being done because their fucking brain broke. Right. This dude was like, oh no, my mommy's gonna tell my fucking fiance I need to go buy a crossbow in case I need to kill mom. Uh oh, the day has come. I have to kill mom. I'm gonna go out to the garage to get the crossbow to kill mom. Uh oh, I killed mom. Hey, my brother's here. Oh, I'm gonna kill him now. Oh, Guess more brothers to kill? Man, is it my lucky day or am I just fucking crazy? Oh, there's another one here. Okay, another killing coming up. Okay, 
I'm Brett. So fucking weird, dude. I mean, I am that part. How you just described it, it, it that makes perfect sense. That how how maybe not perfect sense, no. but <laughs> I get it. The snowball effect. I, I get it. You 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 freak out. You you don't know what else to do. You, you, there's no way you could come up with a story that anybody right. Would believe. And you can't. It's like Pringles. You can't stop it. Just one. Once the whole family starts popping up, you're like, well. I have to eat these Pringles now, too, because if I don't, they'll tell the police that I killed the first Pringle. That, on the other hand, is so accurate. For people that love Pringles, I am not a fan. I, I don't like anything that's in tennis ball can form. That is absolutely ridiculous, and I've always thought that. Completely ridiculous. You know what, though? It's got to cost more producing to produce that than a fucking plastic bag. Filled with air. You've just listened to a Pringle motherfucking hating episode of See No, Hear No, Speak No. You know, unlike us, their marketing is great, though. Mm. And, and it does not contain UFOs, conspiracies, and murders. Mm-hmm. Mm, but we're trying. We try hard because we love you guys. That's right. And if you love us back, email us at snhnsnpod at gmail.com. Do it. And or hey, check out our our Patreon, guys. Just look at, just search us for, search for us on Patreon. You'll find us. Yeah. Um, even hits helps. Yeah. You know. Um, uh, our Instagram page. Instagram, Facebook. It's pretty, yeah, it's cool we are fucking behind on each, but we'll get there. Yeah, I mean, we're always on top of messages. You know, uh, YouTube's and stuff. So and and yeah. between. Oh, we got this shit, yo. <laughs> we are, are fast approaching uh, 20,000 total downloads for our five, almost six years of, of oh, faithful man. service to you faithful servants. It's crazy talk. Of our Lord and Savior, Joe Sprinkle. Hail Sprinkle. How great is he? Best friends with, uh, uh, oh, fuck. What was it? it uh, no. Something about Noodle Lake. Mo something. Was it Mo? <laughs> I don't even know anymore. No, I, was, I, I, I totally ru- I would have totally <sighs> ruined this callback joke. Countdown. Three. I suck. Two. Both. Praise you, Joe, for you are good and good alone. May the sprinkle be with you. One. Oh. <laughs> Man, I am down with the dog snores on this one. I'm gonna amplify them. I'm gonna put some cool effects on them. Do that. I'm not gonna do that. That's I can't do that. People don't like snoring, and dogs are cute and stuff when you can see them doing it. Otherwise, it just sounds like there's some fat dude that's sleeping behind us. Old sweet fat vicious girl. Ah, oh, giant dog that's so sweet. Okay, goodbye, everybody. Winners. Thank mm-hmm. you.